Welcome everyone to episode 502 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Today's topic is welcoming Will back into the fold. Will's hopefully going to be able to contribute every week again now, uh, or just about every week. And so we're going to be talking about all the games he's played over the past, what, six months-ish? Yeah, probably, what, I probably stopped recording around May? I think we did a couple over the summer. If I look back on the recording schedule, I think we did a couple over the summer, and then then obviously you were on for episode 500. Yeah. It's been a while, though. I don't think I've ever taken a break from the podcast, so. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to have Will back, and we're going to be talking about all the games he's played over the past few uh, few months, anyway. And, uh, yeah, do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, teases? It's all going to be games that I've played, which we'll be doing for the main segment. Um, so about to hear that, so mm. nothing really then. Okay. Um, a couple things I'm going to be talking about are the, we're, we'll go over the nominees for the game awards, which are next, next week. Goodbye. Um, Cause that's usually something we like to cover and, and I, I don't think I've even mentioned it at all, uh, recently. So we'll talk about that mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So. Will, why don't you get us started? Take it away. What have, what have you been playing over the past six months? Um, all right. So I'm going to look at my list here. And I'm going to rattle off some stuff, Dan. I want you mm-hmm. to pick the first one. Okay. I talked about, I talked about Ratchet and Clank on this podcast, right? I believe so, yes. You know what? Why don't you start with Halo Infinite? Because you weren't on for the Halo Infinite episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, what happened with the Halo Infinite episode was I'm like I'm in school right now, and I'm winding down my semester, and I've been trying to work really hard to be done two weeks early. So the only thing I have to worry about is like my finals, and I'm almost there, but I haven't been sleeping very much, so I did not wake up for the recording time that day. So that's why I missed that one. So Halo Infinite, my thoughts on Halo Infinite are I think gameplay wise the game plays better than just about any Halo that I've ever played. Um, Halo 4 and 5 kind of... I don't want to say got away from the formula because I don't think that's necessarily fair. I think there was a lot of retention to what makes Halo Halo, but it was a lot different. Um, they worked in more systems, uh, like classes, all of that jazz. But Halo Infinite plays a lot like the first three Halos, Yep. Um, which I really appreciate because Halo to me was always that like arena shooter. And the other ones played a little bit more like a Call of Duty game, like four and five. So mm-hmm. Halo Infinite plays a lot like those older ones. Um, I think they did a lot of really good good things with some of the like equipment, like the grappling hook. Um, I don't know the name of the map, but like one of the aerial vehicles was flying around, and I was trying to grapple, and like I grappled the side of the mountain, and then tried to grapple on the aerial vehicle and i almost got it but i just missed a little bit but that's something like i could have done and accomplished i think that's really cool because like the aerial uh, vehicles in big team battle are kind of kind of difficult to deal with um so being able to grapple onto the side of a mountain and then grapple onto it and then hijack it is a really really cool thing to me um i really like that uh i got my rank in arena too or ranked arena which is cool Mm -hmm. um I'm now gold rank three. I went okay. up a rank. But 
I really like doing the ranked. I usually I was never a big ranked person in just about any game, to be honest. But this one, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I've had a couple of really intense capture the flag moments, which there there is one a couple times. I'm I've been MVP of my team for a lot of the games. I think it's because I'm in. I don't know. I'm playing on PC. I'm doing better on PC than when I did on Xbox for some reason. Uh, and I play Call of Duty on the PlayStation, and I'm fine. So I don't know what it is about Halo. But I had a moment where I was trying to return the flag for the like winning uh, score, and they sniped me when I was like maybe a foot away from it. And there was like a convergence of blue team, red team. I was on blue team to try to score the flag, and one of my teammates snuck in, grabbed the flag, and turned it in for the winning point for in overtime, which was so fun. It was intense. Nice. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, so Halo is is awesome. However, um, they need a lot of work done on it. The monetization stuff is bad. I'm less jazzed about talking about that, to be honest, because I don't care that much. Um, I know people really like getting the different uh, suits, colors, and stuff like that. And like I said, it's pretty ridiculous because there's, like, colors behind the the monetization. It's bad. Mm. Um, I get that. But right now, I have so much to play that i'm not really unlocking anything anyway or playing enough to be able to unlock anything so i kind of just was accepted that i'm not going to get anything doesn't make it right though i still think they need to fix the monetization because people are pretty pretty upset about it um that sucks and then there's other things like uh missing modes there's a lot of missing modes there's no swat there's no free-for-all there's no um I, i actually just read that they're adding some of that stuff in either now or soon yeah uh apparently i'm trying not to ride on the game too bad because technically it's a beta i know it's the final version of the game but it's still beta i think a lot of the stuff i think they care during development way more on making sure they got halo right yeah gameplay wise so but this is also kind of the problem that i have game pass because yes game game pass is a great deal i get it it really is but I do worry that developers are going to be releasing these games on these services that are not half-baked, but they, like, I mean, Halo could have been delayed another year, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. to work on that stuff. Um, And that would have been fine. So I'm worried that games in Game Pass like that, like the big Microsoft games, are going to come out uh, kind of more feature for, and then we're going to be like, you know what, great game, but it's missing some features, so it'll be better in a couple months, you know? Yeah. Um, I I don't like that trend in the gaming industry because i think that's just kind of taking advantage of getting people in uh the door to play it when i and sony apparently is working on a game pass service now and i'm worried about that right a little bit because i do think as good of a value as it is i just think there can be there's a little bit it's not perfect um and i think game pass was perfect up until kind of recently with some some releases being a little bit more undercooked and i think halo is one of them even though it is i do think it's probably one of the top five games this year so far uh having not played the campaign yet mm-hmm. so dan what did i miss miss completely like what are your thoughts well for, first i wanted to ask how you feel about the infinite multiplayer being free to play because awesome. i think that i think that's important i, I think that's going to help with um the player base you know staying mm-hmm. staying kind of high you know keeping people yeah. playing the game because uh, you, you can play it on you know pc you know you can play it free on steam you can play it free on um it's on uh 
the Xbox app on, on PC and then obviously on Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. So I do like that about it. But Yeah, no, I actually think that's a really – I think that's a smart move, honestly. I think there's so much to play these days. And hey, I don't think Halo would have really had a player-base problem. Uh, but I do think that it would have dwindled. Yeah. And I think it being free to play keeps everyone in the loop of being able to play it. I mean, when it came out, like, it was super cool when they released it early. Like, I heard that rumor mm. from Pringles that it was going to be coming out the 17th or whatever it was. And I was like, there is no way that's happening. So I kind of ignored it. So when I watched that live event and they did launch it, it was a really cool moment for just gamers. You know, like, we talk about Skyrim when we went to the Midnight Release. Like, yeah. that was one of the best, like, moments, like, as a community that we've had. I think Halo launching early is going to be. It's not. I don't think it's as good as Skyrim, but I think that's like a, a an example of a really prime gaming community moment. Yeah, and I, I agree. Played it, so and their servers didn't go down, which was crazy, because you know everybody played it. Yeah, it was it was a little slow the first like afternoon that I played it, but it's been fine ever since. I haven't had a single issue with any of that stuff. So uh, yeah, that is that is a very good thing. Uh, but but back to your question, Will. I really really enjoy Halo a lot. Actually, um, my initial rank was silver five, I think. Okay. But I'm up to I'm up to gold, gold four, I think right now. Uh, but nice. like you like you, Will. I was never really much into ranked, but I, I'm definitely more into ranked now than I than I was before. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that that's more because of my Fortnite playing and you know i i'm more interested in that type of game now than i than i probably ever have been um but yeah i really like it 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 plays great uh i i love that i can play it on pc because otherwise Mm -hmm. i wouldn't play it at all probably i did try to play one of the halos on xbox one with a controller and it was just a disaster not even online i just tried to play the campaign and it was not fun at all um because i can't I can't aim or anything with the controller. So yeah. Aiming with a controller has gotten harder. Yeah. Um, one thing I do think they need to do is some of the weapons seem fairly powerless. Uh, I think they just need to do some, a little bit of balancing, uh, on mm-hmm. some of the weapons. But, um, one of the things that, uh, Corey and Eric talked about was the Fiesta mode that they had for a little while, which every time you died, you spawn with new random weapons uh, and I think that helped with learning what all the different weapons do. There still, I think, is some useless ones, but uh, having to actually use those in, in a competitive setting did help a lot in, in learning uh, the ins and outs of, of some of the some of the other weapons that, that kind of got forgotten about, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've used... The weapons that I've used have been um, the battle rifle, the assault rifle, the pistol, the needler. Oh, and the single shot, like the old DMR. I don't mm-hmm. think it's called that anymore. Uh, those are the only weapons that I've really used, to be honest, um, because I haven't had the exact like time to practice yeah. um, the other weapons and get kind of how they work. The cool thing, though, is that they do have a bot mode where you can just play against bots. So when I want to start learning them so I'm more proficient with all those other weapons, I'll be able to jump in and do that, which I think is super cool. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, that's our thoughts on Halo, though. Unless yeah, you got no, anything Halo, else. No, Halo's good. Campaign's out next Friday, so uh, yeah. we'll be playing that. Looking I'm, forward I'm, to that. I'm looking forward to it, too. Unfortunately, they they no co-op campaign until 
sometime next year. Yeah, don't get me going on that. <laughs> Uh, I find was, that stuff more upsetting. It, it was it was so. definitely disappointing to hear that because you know that's something we could probably we could play together over the holidays. You know, uh, you know some, yeah. some of us, but that's you know that's out the window now. I think I would have loved to have done like a co op with the like with the infinite campaign with you and like Corey and Eric. Yeah, Eric plays a lot less, so I don't know if you would do it, but yeah. Um, that's the stuff that bothers me. When I talked about like Game Pass games kind of being half baked at launch, that's kind of what I'm referring to because right. the game was in development for six years. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, no Forge either. Yeah, that's coming later too. I think it's supposed to come around when the the co op campaign. Yeah, they're gonna. Yep they those they got delayed together over the summer. I think. I want to say. Yeah, I think I you're know, right. every, everything. Everything's blurring together at this point. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dan, yes. what game do you want to hear about? Uh, I have. Uh, I've talked Hollow Knight a lot, even though I'm playing it. Uh, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLCs, the director's cut of Ghost of Tsushima, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Deathloop. Deathloop. Um, you want to do Deathloop? Oh, yes. Wait one sec. Far Cry 6. Oh, okay. And Vanguard. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, do do Deathloop, and then we'll do Far Cry Six, and okay. then Vanguard, and okay. then and then depending on what kind of time we have, we'll see about the other stuff. Only because that's, uh, you know, re- kind of rehashing. Yeah, most of the most of the stuff like Odyssey is just the DLC that I played because I never played it. Uh, but yeah, Deathloop. So Deathloop is the game from Arcane. It's gonna be. It's Sony is the last. Um, game from arcane they'll probably be getting um takes place in so it takes place on black reef island and what the object of the game is you're playing as cult and for whatever reason when you boot up the game you are trying to figure out what's going on because you wake up on a beach and he's like oh what's going on and you're going through an island but you're very much not liked by the inhabitants of the island if anybody sees you they try to kill you so he's trying to figure out what's going on and he dies and then he respawns on the beach starting like this time loop so how it works is they blah 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 he he's trying to figure out what happens but he learns that he has to kill all seven visionaries on the island and able to break the loop um so you have four different sections of the island that you can explore. And there's like a day, night, or there's a morning, noon, night cycle. Uh, so if you go to transition to another part of the island, it goes, so say you're in the day and you're on one part of the island and you go to the next part um, and you load in there, it becomes midday. And then if you go somewhere else, it becomes night. So that's how the cycle works. And if you don't kill all seven visionaries and live through the night, you just restart back up on the beach. Um, but while you're trying to hunt these visionaries, you have somebody who's actually hunting you named Juliana, which is really cool. And they have back and forth dialogue to each other because they're friends and they know each other very well. Um, I'm trying very hard not to spoil any story stuff. So that's kind of how the game's structured. Um, there's a whole system where like you can bring 
different weapons to different loops um, and have them. So instead of starting with no weapon and picking up like a, a nail gun or whatever, you can start with like an SMG. Um, it just depends on what you you find during your runs. When you kill different visionaries, you get different like abilities. Like if you remember the blink ability and Dishonored where you would teleport basically to place in a range that I don't know what it's called in this game. I forget, but you have that ability that you can bring or attach your character with it once you kill the visionaries. Um, it's very cool. I really like it. I'm, people are really mixed on this game, though. Some people think it's really good, like 10 out of 10 game of the year. Some people think it's not very great. Um, it seems like the game critics are more in the it's the best thing ever camp. And oh, okay. I was, so there's kind of a disconnect between your average gamer and what what's your what's your take where where would you put it more as i think eight eight and a half maybe okay because it did I think it's it, very i think it's solid it did get it got glowing critical reviews it's it's up for game of the year it's one of the one of the candidates for game of the year i mean when we get to game of the year i think there was a couple there was a game that got snubbed pretty hard okay and i think it might be because it came out in january as part of it um yeah, I would say that Deathloop, I mean, the year was a lot weaker for games than I even realized. Um, I didn't play too much new stuff. Uh, I would say Deathloop is probably one of the best, like, I don't know, I think they do seven games, six games for game of the year. I think it's definitely one six. of the yeah, top six games of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, like, played through a lot of it, to be honest, to, like, beat it. I like to beat games before I can consider them or get close or play like X amount of hours to be able to consider it for my game of the year. So I haven't gotten that far yet. Personally, I put maybe eight hours into it. Um, Cause it came out when my semester started. So it kind of like fell by the wayside. So I would say I might like the game. The more I play it, it might be one of those and I already like it. So it could definitely become a game of the year candidate for me. Uh, it's just not there right now. Um, but no, like I said, I think the game's really good. I feel the gunplay feels really nice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very smooth. The 60 frames looks good. I think the art style of the island's really cool. So like, if you go to one part of the island during the day and then you do another loop and go to it at night, there are some differences there, uh, which is cool. Different patrol patterns. Um, they don't go too super deep with it. Like, not things things aren't radically different, but you'll notice like some different changes there, which is cool. Um, I think Colt is a really good character too. He's got some funny moments. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, Deathloop's pretty good. I would like to play more of it. I wanted to platinum it before the end of the year, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. I'm kind of running out of time. I didn't realize it was December until like the other day. Yeah, oh my God, we're kind of well into December so, too. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like man, uh, I don't have uh, I don't have enough time to do all these games, but. Maybe I will be able to. It's a shorter platinum. Because um, there are a couple of games I want to get to before we do our awards. So, that's Deathloop. Nice. Now for a game I did platinum. That's Far Cry 6. Um, I love Far Cry 6, Dan. Nice. Uh, I think you would really like it. I think oh, Corey would really like it. I don't know what it is about Far Cry, but that open world shooter like formula they got just gets me every time um 
it takes place on a fictional place called Yara, which is kind of like reminiscent to Cuba. Um, I it's the biggest Far Cry world that I've been on. It's huge. Like there's a lot to the island. There's multiple different islands. It's huge. It's a lot of fun. Um, but what it does so well is, and it, this is something that it iterates on Far Cry Five, is the gunplay. I think the gunplay is so crazy good in this game. It's smooth because I'm currently playing Far Cry Three on PlayStation, and that game's like always considered the best game. Mm-hmm. And now. Uh, trailer not the trilogy but the series mm-hmm. and like i'm playing it and i'm like man like this game only came out in 2012 or whatever it plays a lot rougher mm-hmm. a lot rougher than the new far cries even four even so like i'm noticing that uh just how much the gameplay has improved upon um they added a few things so there's these things called supremos and that's like a giant backpack that you have on it and i don't know if you saw the trailers dan but it's when the main character was shooting the rockets off her back. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so those are the Supremos, and they do different things. There's one, like, if you die, um, there's a Supremo that you hit. Or when you die, you press a button that revives you. Um, there's one that shoots EMPs, so if a tank goes by, you can EMP it, and it'll you can hijack it. Um, really fun new mechanic with that. Uh, I like those quite a bit. It helped me really take down helicopters and aerial vehicles. Um, there's a ton of weapons in the game that you can uh, do different attachments for, um, like silencers, uh, red dot sites. There's a whole host of them. Um, and you use that with crafting materials that you loot throughout the world. Um, missions, side missions are all really good. Well, they're side missions, but they're a lot better than a lot of side missions from past Far Cry games. I think they improved those. There's treasure hunts in this one, too, um, which is a lot of fun. I think the protagonist is the best protagonist in the series, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I play this female Danny, and in Far Cry 5, uh, the protagonist, Rook, wasn't voiced, which is kind of annoying, uh, but Danny is voiced in this one. And she's really, there's a lot of really good moments, like small stuff, and this is one that everybody goes to, but I like to go to this one, is when you're driving a car. Um, so, like, Havana by Camila Cabello came on. And the main character was singing it along, like in the car, like we would be singing in our cars. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's it's those little moments that help you, like, they help you, they draw you into the main character more than other, more than, uh, like you said, a a silent protagonist. Yep. And and I think that's a really cool little detail that they added. Um, I was a big fan of this, like in Horizon Zero Dawn, Aloy would talk to herself a lot when she's doing things. Mm -hmm. Danny does that too. Um, because as somebody who talks to himself while they're doing things, yep. I think <laughs> same here. Cause people are, yeah, people get annoyed by that. And I'm like, no, like I do that. So I think it's yeah. cool to have a character that I'm playing as do that. Cause it makes it more immersion, more immersion for me. Yeah. Immersive. Um, I think Anton Castillo is a pretty good villain. I wish he got more screen time though, because I think there's a lot more potential for him, but I don't think he was utilized enough, but I was listening to, uh, Sacred Symbols, which is Moriarty's podcast, and he actually made a good point about that. Maybe it wasn't Moriarty. Somebody. I don't remember who it was, but there was a podcast that made this point that Castillo is like a dictator of a country. He's not like a cult leader. right? Um, so, of course, he's not going to have as much interaction with you as, say, yeah. a cult leader. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. he, you know, he's above everybody. And a cult leader is too, but a cult leader kind of has a more, a more personal touch with their... With their... Yep disciples or whatever exactly and Voss was a pirate and he wasn't even the leader 
of yeah. that. So like he was going to have more interaction with Jason in Far Cry 3. So I was like, ah, that's actually a really good point. Um, and it makes sense. And whenever he's on the screen with his son, Diego, fantastic. Absolutely love it. Um, and I'm always, I've always been one to appreciate like uh, more Hispanic culture because I took Spanish when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of learned a little bit of the language. Me and my friends always speak Spanish to each other just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and still to this day, like I'm at work last night and I just throw Spanish words out uh, all the time. And I've been doing that for years. So it's like really cool to hear these words come up in the game and I can know exactly what they're saying, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I adored Far Cry 6. It got hated on pretty hard. Um, and I don't really understand because the only thing that I didn't like that was kind of stripped out of there was animal hunting. Right. There was not a lot of that and no, nothing to use. Like kill. There was no reason to kill animals essentially. So do you think it had, I, I didn't see any of the criticisms of it. It's not a game. I, you know, it's it's one I know I'm going to play at some point, so I didn't really look that much into it because I didn't want anything spoiled for me. But do you think it might have to do with the fact that uh, people are maybe a little tired of the Far Cry formula? So I think that's part of it. I think the Ubisoft um, scandals isn't helping it either. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, because this is happening for Activision. Right. They're <laughs> a more oppressive example, uh, by far. Mm-hmm. But... Um, which I, we don't really get into because there's a lot going on. I don't want to misspeak on it because I try not to follow that stuff. I like using video games for my kind of release of all of that in the real yeah. world stuff. I don't like working it into my, my passions. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think those two reasons don't really help Ubisoft. Um, although, like, what? Far Cry 5 was in 2018, so it's been three years since there was a release. Yeah, right sounds around. about right. Yeah, so there was a little bit of distance, but I still think it's one of those, I mean, Far Cry is Far Cry, you know, when mm-hmm. you say that about things, like, people know exactly what you're saying, uh, and then, yeah, Far Cry is Far Cry, but I think it's a fantastic game, and it's a really good formula, um, I'd be curious to see what they do next, because, again, I'll mention Sacred Symbols, more already mentioned with no insider information, but he says he feels like that this might be the last Far Cry that they we get that we recognize as Far Cry. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he said Ubisoft is doing a lot of different stuff. Like, if you look at the rumor with Assassin's Creed, how they're trying to build that, like, one hub world where then games based are based off of it, mm-hmm. that could happen with Far Cry. Things are going a lot different for, Far, or like, the Ubisoft brand, which is sad because Ubisoft is one of my favorite, like, AAA, like, developers between, like, EA, Activision, like, that whole group. Uh, Ubisoft's games have always just like spoken to me in a different way, um, and I always play their games over like EA, and it's just because they're more up my alley. The open world, like do a bunch of quests, turn your brain off while you do those quests, and have like some good stories in there. Yeah. Wow. Um, but Rose Scratchy. Yeah, she's trying to jump up on my lap, and I moved <laughs> as she was doing it, and she scratched me. Yeah, that's the worst. Um, but yeah, did you have any questions about Far Cry Six? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think it's a good point that that might be the last like Far Cry, Far Cry. You know, they're gonna they're gonna probably do something different for the next one. I'd, I'd be interested mm-hmm. to see what that is. Maybe they'll go the more RPG route like they did with Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and make it more like a uh like a first person Skyrim. You know, yeah, uh, shooter Skyrim. I should say not first person Skyrim. There's a there's so there's a little bit of RPG elements in six actually. Yeah. Um, it's more RPG. 
But it's weird because they stripped the skill tree out of the game, like, entirely. Which kind of... I like skill trees, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people don't. Whatever. But, like, there's an equipment system and bullet types. I think there might be bullet types in 5. I haven't played 5 in a while. I want to go back to it. um, Because I'm going to try and do a platinum run of all the Far Cry games, so... Especially with how America is today, I think it's a little bit more poignant Far Cry 5 than it <laughs> yeah. was when it came out. Yep. Um, yeah, so there's, like, equipment systems. So there's, like, a head, um, a chest armor, leg armor, boots, and wrist armor. So, like, they do different stuff. So, like, my favorite thing was to wear um, the parkour outfit because running was pretty reminiscent to Dying Light. Oh, cool. Awesome. Because I don't think a game really plays better or controls better than Dying Light in that regard with movement. Yeah. So it got pretty similar to that. Uh, and you can change it up. You could wear stuff that like prevents you from being killed by fire. Um, bullet, like there's different bullet types. So there was like the full metal rounds or soft target rounds. So like soft target would go through skin better, but like the full metal one would rip through helmets and heavy armor better. Mm-hmm. So, or armor piercing, whatever it is. So, like, those, there's armor types that boost that. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Poison rounds when you shoot it. So, like, when you shoot people, it'll be poison or fire rounds. Like, my shotgun, I made incendiary rounds, and I would just shoot things with fire everywhere. So, there's a lot of really, really cool stuff. I, honestly, Dan, you, you and Corey would love this. Eric would love this game, too. Honestly, yeah. you, three of you would be super into it. Absolutely. I, so. I almost bought it. It was like 50% off, uh, maybe around Thanksgiving, and I was about this close to buying it. Uh, I didn't, obviously, but I, I'll definitely well, buy it on a sale. Or I was going to say, wait to a sale, because I know that Ubisoft's games go on sale more frequently um, than a lot of people. They're pretty good about doing sales for their games, because I bought Far Cry 3, 4, and 5 off on PlayStation for like 25 bucks, maybe. Oh, wow. It was super cheap, yeah, super cheap for the three of them, so... Um, it'll be on sale for 50 or 50% off again very soon. And then it'll be regularly on sale. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, you'll, you'll have a blast with it. Nice. Um, Vanguard. Vanguard. I forgot Age of Empires 4. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I still want to do an episode on that. So maybe we'll wait on that one. Okay. We can wait. I, I I need Uh, to play more personally, but me too. Cause I was a little disappointed with some stuff. Okay. I'm just going to leave that in as a tease. <laughs> okay. Um, Vanguard. I'm addicted to Vanguard. And it's funny because Halo is so much better of a shooter. Mm-hmm. Like, Dan, <laughs> Vanguard. I'm playing Vanguard. And the top right or left corner of the screen has a packet burst, which is like behind the scenes stuff. When yeah. the packet bursts, things run weird. I don't understand it because I'm not a developer. You might know that stuff a little bit better. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just says packet burst. I think that has to do with the files in the game not running right. So, like, it lags a ridiculous amount. It's stupid. It's really obnoxious, but um, there's spawn killing, all this stuff. It's kind of a mess, but I'm so addicted to this game, and I don't know why. I have a genuine good time playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's another one that I was really close to buying because, you know, I watched him the tap man every day and he was playing it heavily for like two weeks and it really made me want to play because i never i've never outside of a little bit of Warzone, i've never played a call of duty online game like none of them so that probably would have been my first so real quick does did tim the tap man say he liked it yeah he thought he thought it was it, it was 
like okay. It, it was he okay. thought, it was one of the better uh, Call of Duty multiplayer's that he's played recently. Okay. He, that's that was his his thoughts on it. He he plays Warzone mostly. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but, um, but yeah, he, he enjoyed it more than like, I, Cold, I don't know. Cold I, War? I don't even know. Definitely more than Cold War. Some mm-hmm. of the black op, recent black ops ones, he's, but, but, but I don't remember like specifically which ones he mentioned. Okay. So it, well, it's funny. They're like, I consider the new trilogy, like to be modern warfare, uh, Cold War and Vanguard. Mm-hmm. And like, I have three people have listened to this podcast forever. Like I've really kind of bash on the old call of duty games like flopped three four uh modern warfare three uh advanced warfare all those games and eric has too but i think modern warfare cold war and vanguard are all really solid games i've actually genuinely really liked the three of them it's kind of gotten me a little bit back into call of duty but vanguard just is i'm liking it way more and i think a huge part of it for me is because it brings me back to the world at war days yeah like i'm using the gear right now which is a single shot german rifle uh, semi-auto and that was my favorite weapon in uh, that game so it's just really nice to be able to use that again in a new shooter with a game that everyone's playing mm-hmm. um it's like the ppsh the thompson mp40 all of those guns are in there the uh, stg um, dp27 just so many guns that bring me so far back to that game and all the amazing moments i had with that game are in this one too uh, along with some maps from that game, like Castle, Dome, Subpen. So, like, it really hits me in the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge part of it. Um, and it's just, like, fun to play Call of Duty because I can play a couple of rounds. Like, damn, as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to play a couple of rounds of Call of Duty. <laughs> nice. Like, that's just what I'm going to do. Um, I'm level 50, too, or 50 as well, uh, out of 55. So I'll be able to prestige pretty soon, which is going to be pretty pretty cool. Um I like the change that they did in Call of Duty, and they did this, like, I think for Modern Warfare, that if you get, I call it getting bullets on, on goal, because you know how shots on goal is a thing, so I say bullets on goal for people, because if you get one bullet, you get an elimination, so you get credit for it, so instead of kills and deaths, it's eliminations and death. Um, so, it, as Call of Duty has kill death ratio, it's elimination death ratio now, and it makes me so much better, mm-hmm. feel better to see a higher elimination to death ratio um just because i just get one shot on somebody even if it's like a like a machine gun just one shot that does barely anything and someone else gets the kill right i'll get credit for an elimination yeah and i like that change because yeah. it makes me less worried about having a good kill death Assist, assists are important too in the, in the overall flow of the game you know yep big time big time um so there is that um a lot of maps. So there's these things called pacings, and there's like tactical pacing, assault pacing, blitz pacing, um, and they dictate how many players you have on a map. So I can do um, 6v6 on a map, like, uh, what's a good example here? Um, Red Star. So Red Star, for example, it could be 6v6, or it could be anywhere up from 24 to 24 online. I really like that. That changes up a lot of the pacings of the game, and it makes me appreciate. And it's funny, big team battle is pretty hectic for me in Halo. Yeah, this, these pacings are very hectic for me. So sometimes it's, I prefer just doing the classic six v six. But if I'm really feeling frisky, I like to go for like the the different pacings where it can be eight v eight, 
um, 10 v 10, 12 v 12, all these different, like different amount of people in the game. So I really, really enjoy that. Um, it kind of changes up the pace. It changes the dynamics of the maps. That's for sure. Good, good Lord. Because you won't be able to leave your, it'll be like half the map, two teams on either half and you just be shooting each other across the map. And that's right. how that team death match will go, mm -hmm. which has its own perks and could be fun. Um, Cause it's really rewarding if you're able to get around everyone with a machine gun and just like mow down four or five people before you die. Um, kill streaks are still intact. Uh, those are really cool. There's some really good maps in the game. There's some that I absolutely loathe. Cause I think there's like 20 maps in this game, which was crazy. Cause cold war had like four when it came out. Um, so you can tell they really paid uh, a lot of attention to have more maps. Um, let's see what else. Uh, campaign. I've only done one mission so far. I'm gonna call like I'm gonna platinum this game, so I will eventually do it and do it on veteran. All of that. I just haven't gotten around to it yet because I haven't had enough time to sit down and like do it. Because when I sit down to actually play something, I'm gonna go back to Mass Effect Three. Mm -hmm. um, so I haven't really sat down too much with the campaign. So how much of the Call of Duty Platinum Trophy is multiplayer? I think five. I think Max had gone out, which I already did level wise, mm -hmm. because there's different. I didn't even bring this up. I love how they did the attachment system, because what you can do is there's so many of them. You can come up. You can have up to 10 attachments on a weapon. And that goes from like grip, stock, muzzle, silencer, sights, all that stuff. Um and say like my first gun that I maxed out was the MP40. So you can use the MP40 and you get experience on that weapon on top of the experience for your overall weapon or your overall character for the online profile. So like the max level is 70 for a weapon. So like I hit level 70 for the weapon and went on to the next thing. I'm working on the gear for the G43 right now. So that's the next weapon I'm working towards max level four. So um, you get different attachments as you unlock it like the sensor the sights all that stuff so um that's how the leveling works for um the guns mm -hmm. but um where was i before i don't even remember what question i asked a second ago <clears throat> um but anyway one thing i did want to ask is is uh, do you have any interest in in warzone because they're coming up they're coming up with a whole new map it's a like a pacific island um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play it because I I watch a lot of Warzone, um, but I I always felt like I didn't play it enough, you know, to to get even halfway decent at it. There's a lot of cheating, uh, which yeah. is also unfortunate. But there is gonna be an anti cheat in this one, so um, oh. I'm I'm at least gonna give it a try, and and because like I said, I watch it all the time, and I want it. It's something I want to play more and get get decent at, but um, yeah. Yeah, but but it yeah. it looks really cool. It's like like I said, it's like a Pacific Island. It's got it's supposed to be bigger than than Verdansk, Verdansk. Okay. Was. Um, so yeah, I I will definitely. So I think I'll play it. I don't know how long I'll actually play it for mm -hmm. though. Um, just because it's so big, you know, yeah. so big of a game. So I kind of was like, I will probably give it a try, but I don't know how long it'll stay because mm -hmm. I have I can talk about this in my week or whatever but like i traded in some stuff and got a lot of a lot of games so i have call of duty on both playstation and pc mm. so i can play um pc for that and do warzone on it too mm -hmm. so 
Yeah, I'll def- I'll give it a try with you. That's for, for sure. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah that comes definitely. out next week. I think it's people who bought Vanguard get uh, twenty four hours early access to it, and then it releases free. I uh, I believe Tuesday is the time frame. Okay. So. Oh wow. Okay. Coming up. This is why I'm finishing my semester early so I can game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Catch we. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff I've got to try and play before before we do our thummies so yeah i think i'm pretty settled on what my game of the year is gonna be but in case something small like death store catches my eye um i think i know what it's gonna end up being Mm -hmm. but yeah i think that i'm trying to think if i played anything else new i mean i've played a little bit of riders republic ea sports nhl 22 um i got the skyrim anniversary edition like a chump Oh, I played. Mm, I don't want to talk about this, but I played a little Kina, Kena. Oh, okay. Kind, kind, kinda. I don't forgot how it's pronounced. I didn't play. I played only an hour. It's another one of those games that I want to get into the end of the year because what I played was pretty awesome. Okay. <laughs> pretty awesome. It plays like an old PS PlayStation One, PlayStation Two like platformer action game. Okay. Um. So huge. I really liked what I played, but I've been so busy. So is is it play a little bit like a Crash Bandicoot, but more open maybe? Yeah, so think like Crash Bandicoot, but what's like a good combat hack and slash game? I don't want to say Dynasty Warriors because it's not exactly like that. Okay. Here, let me look up what Kena plays like for you. So I can give you a good, accurate. I that's the most beautiful game, by the way. That yeah, I've played. that was what drew me to it initially was the the art style and the colorful colorfulness of it. Yep, um, and it's got really like those cute little black blotches too in the game, which are like little animals. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of the Jumino Jominos from Stardew Valley. Oh like, yeah, yep, those things. Um, I. Yeah. Um. So, like the Legend of Zelda. Okay. Um. Sly Cooper. I don't think I've ever played Sly Cooper. <clears throat> yep. So it plays a little bit like those games, like combat-wise, a little bit. So I think that game is awesome. Really, really awesome. Um. I just haven't played enough of it, and. I want to get it's short it's like maybe eight hours so really i can do it if i want um but i've become a, a platinum trophy gamer which is annoying <laughs> sony found a way to like and it sucks because now like i want to platinum the games that i, I do it as like a love letter back to the developer if i yeah. really like the game mm-hmm. um so that's kind of like how i look at it but i'm getting to the point where it's like some of them are hard like final fantasy 7 remake so i need to like dedicate a hundred hours to like do that one yeah that's a lot so it's stress it's stressful yeah it's a lot um like valhalla because i've done origins and odyssey valhalla is like 180 hours with the dlc now so much wow. so much gameplay yeah so it's kind of i think i'm playing less games now but i'm playing them way more deeply than mm-hmm. i ever have which is cool so um yeah so there's that i'm trying to think if i played anything on steam Played a little Battlefield. Um, that game's a mess, though, so I'm holding off to play. Okay. 
that's another one i was i was kind of close to to buying because like i said i don't know why but nowadays i'm more into the competitive competitive type games than than i have been in the past so uh, i kind of want to play all of them i know i don't have time to dedicate to all of them so uh i think well, I think both of them, or all three of them, go for their own thing. Because Halo is more of that like arena shooter kind of thing. Call of Duty is that. I mean, it's Call of Duty, and the Battlefield's like that wide scale, big war type fighting. Yeah. Um. I've said this already, but Battlefield's gonna be really good when they clean it up. So I'm giving it a little bit of a like reprieve before I kind of go back to to playing it, um, because I really did like it. Uh, it just plays so poorly with some of how like um glitches and stuff like that which is unfortunate like i the first time i booted it up dan like i had my controller plugged in uh and my character got off like whatever it was to start playing and he's just staring at the ground and i couldn't get him to look up or look around and apparently there was a glitch if you have a controller plugged in even if you're not using it the character just looks down and you can't uh, do anything with that i see so, and, and unplugging so, uh, it doesn't doesn't help that you, well, it does, but you have to quit out of the game. Oh, okay, right. It doesn't make an immediate difference. No, so it's just like that little bit is enough to throw me off to not want to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, but like I said, that game, Battlefields always come out in a rough shape, every single one of them. Just going to give it a month or two, let people kind of get over their, their rage for it, and then I'll probably play a little bit more of it. So, um which is, I was, uh, I wondered how my PC would do running it, but I'm actually able to run it on Ultra. I haven't, they might be more optimized now. There was a little bit of dropping below 60, but it ran pretty well on Ultra, and I was pretty stoked on that. Yeah. Because um, I know my graphics card's very good, but I didn't know, because Battlefield games usually push the boundaries of that stuff. Right. So I was, didn't know how it would do, but did well. So. Nice. Yeah. Good. Um, I, oh, I played Chivalry too. Have you heard of the Chivalry games? Oh yeah, I I believe I played the first Chivalry. Chivalry too, Dan. Oh man, that game's so fun, so so fun. Nice. Um, I'll do that one really really quick. Okay. But what it is is the medieval war game. Um, and it's like I think it's like either thirty two players in each team, um, and you are like knights basically fighting out a battlefield trying to do objectives. So like in Battlefield, you have those objectives that you have to like blow up and like the map expands and then you go deeper into it this is what it's like but instead of blowing stuff up you're doing different objectives like you have to break the statue you have to like launch the trebuchet stuff like that um so there's different classes there's swords spears bows and axes uh and you're just on a battlefield fighting against different people um it's really really fun very gory um mm-hmm. you unlock different weapons within those classes and level up um yeah chivalry 2 is fantastic uh, i nice. think that game's a lot of fun me and my friends have been playing it uh online together because we were kind of all like reconnecting by playing games a lot recently like me johnny dakota and evan yeah uh, so we've been playing that age four age of empires three definitive because they just added mexico to the game um yeah, so we're all just playing a bunch of stuff together. Uh, it's been really, really fun. But Chivalry 2, I highly recommend it. I want to say I got it for 20 bucks on G2A um, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So um, it, you can get it cheap. It's not You don't have to pay the full 40 But, yeah, that developer deserves it. Uh, definitely give it a go. Big fan of that game. Yeah, I played the first one 
when I was finishing up uh, uh, Extra Life 24-hour stream, and I wanted something <laughs> different that because I was you know those last two or three hours are are usually a struggle, and yeah. I wanted to play something different so you know so I could focus a little bit better trying to learn the game while I played it, and and I played the first Chivalry. Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was a blast. I was terrible at it, but it was it was yeah. very neat. Well, it's kind of hard because like you can do the thing where you click with your mouse and hold it, and your guy starts swinging, and then you can turn mm-hmm. so you hit him faster. Mm-hmm. There's like little nuance mechanics like that. Okay. Um, how blocking works too. Like you can just press. Like it, there's like a parry system. So if you block right when you're about to get hit. Like, you do a parry versus if you just hold it, you waste more of your stamina, but you'll still block it, but then your stamina will be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just a lot of, like, mechanics like that, so learning it can be tough, but... Yeah, I mean, I've been playing it for, like, three hours the other day, and we were laughing the whole time, mm-hmm. having a good time. Yeah. So, um, I'm a huge fan of the Chivalry game, so... Very nice. But, yeah, like I said, the other stuff is all the stuff that I've been talking about for a while age of empires three and four well we'll talk about four uh assassin's creed odyssey all that good stuff nice uh so i'll quickly get into what i played uh mostly it's been um you know halo uh fortnite and animal crossing uh, i'm only gonna talk about fortnite because that's really the only thing where there's anything new so the mm. chapter ends today actually chapter two ends today um, okay. And they're doing, you know, I don't know what what the event's gonna look like, but I'm I'm definitely gonna do that later. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Fortnite this past week because I had to, I wanted to max out my battle pass. Because um, mm-hmm. you know you, you spend the money on it. I don't know if I've even spent money on it. I've I you earn V bucks um, if you unlock the the battle pass. So I I don't think I've had to like buy it, but you know you still want to get get all the stuff for it. So I've been I've been playing a lot to to. I think I was level like 50 maybe, so I went up 50 levels in the past week, I think. Ever since I found out um, that the, the chapter was going to end, uh, you know, with the event t- later today, um, it, it's a little bit bittersweet because I, you know, uh, I didn't Ooh. hardly play any chapter one. Uh, chapter two was where I like got into it, you know, that's, you know, played with all my kids, so it is a little bit better bittersweet, but... Uh, I'm excited for what they're going to do in Chapter 3. It's a whole new map. Uh, apparently they are upgrading the the engine in the game from Unreal 4 to Unreal 5. Um, so there's that much more that they could they could do with the game. Um, so I don't, I don't know when it when it goes back up. I would guess probably Monday. I, f- I feel like when they were upgrading from Chapter 1 to Chapter 2, it was like two days it was offline. Maybe a little bit longer. Um so yeah that's it's... crazy for uh epic to do that yeah like uh, isn't it crazy that your game could just go down for a couple days like that yeah well that was what drew me into it like i didn't have any interest in fortnite and then when they shut the game down and everyone was losing their minds because no one knew that that's what was going to happen they shut yeah. it down for like i said it was two or three days and i'm like this uh, that's what drew me in it's the black hole event you know what's what's going to happen with this and i was like i'm, I'm going to give it a try when it comes back up and yeah. you know the rest the rest is history i'm yeah. 500 hours i've played fortnite since since then so that um, that's crazy yeah that's crazy you put 500 in roughly i, I think i I'd, I'd have to look again but it's it's close to that i'm pretty sure um well it helps when you have like 
kids who are genuinely into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so, uh, that's something you can you can do together. So uh, there has been like leaks and stuff for for the the chapter three stuff, but I I haven't looked at any of it. I I want to you know be surprised when it when it all comes back. So. So you think it? Which what day did you say it goes? Go. It, wow, I can't talk. Did you say it's going to go offline? Today. Today's the, Today. the 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 event is called the end. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna. It's it's at four p.m. today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely take part in that and and see what happens. But okay. Yeah. It's it's that's awesome. I I freaking love Fortnite. It's so good. I have it on my PC. I need to play it more. It's good stuff because. I actually did enjoy playing it whenever we did play it. Yeah. As much as building sucks, but <laughs> that's what Corey says too. He's like, I always have fun every time I play it and he just doesn't. Um, yeah. I, I only do a little bit of building mostly for mobility. I don't do it for, for, for defense really, unless I'm like fortifying a position. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good times. It's definitely a much different skill set than Halo also. Yeah. Uh, there oh, was yeah. one point where I got close to someone and I went to melee them. Uh, that's not, <laughs> not the same thing as Halo. So. <laughs> Which even in the new Halo, the melee is like not as good as it was. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of not as big of a thing anymore, but yeah. yeah do, wait, is there, is there even a melee in Fortnite? I think so, yeah. Um but it's Other not than the, the hammer. Well there's that, but I I do think there's like a melee button. I, I'd have to look. Um at least there I think there was at some point. Um but it's like I, I for Halo I have my middle mouse button for, for my melee. And uh in Fortnite that's the ramp up for me. So I built okay. a ramp up instead of instead of mealing. Melee. Okay. But that that word's tricky. Yeah, um, I noticed that the first time I said it, I was like, "Ooh." Yeah. So, uh, so I'll, you know, I'll be talking about that next week. Uh, hopefully, we're, mm-hmm. we record again next week. Um, that's oh, yeah. every that's everything I've been playing. Uh, I did want to go over the. Go ahead, Will. Real quick, Dave. Yeah. While yep. you're getting that up, I would be remiss to not mention that I've been playing the new Pokemon remakes. Oh yeah, Diamond and Pearl. I won't talk too much about them just because they're very faithful remakes and people have heard me talk about Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, so I don't need to get into it, mm-hmm. but it's my favorite gen. I love it. It's nice having some modern amenities in those games, especially, because mm-hmm. uh, they, they needed it the most, but fantastic. Nice. So. All right. Game Awards 2021 nominees. Uh, the nominees for Game of the Year, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Resident Evil Village. I don't. It, looking at a lot of these, I don't. It, there doesn't seem to be clear winners. I, I don't. I don't think we can definitively say, "Oh, this is going to win Game of the Year." You know? Can you run? Can you run through the six again? Yep. De- uh, so, Game of the Year: Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I think I would cut either Deathloop or Resident Evil Village for Hitman 3. Mm. Oh, Hitman 3. getting absolutely snubbed on everything. Oh, okay. That's the one you were talking about when you said something was getting yeah. snubbed. That, that game's incredible. That's been, in my opinion, the best game this year. Gotcha. Uh, best game direction. 
Deathloop, it takes two. Returnal, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh my god, Returnal got snubbed too. Returnal is amazing. Um, okay. No, Returnal was on there. No, for Game of the Year. Oh, Game of the Year, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, best Narrative, Deathloop, it takes two. Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. Those are the best narrative games this year? Yikes. <laughs> I didn't play... I want to play Life is Strange. I have not yet. I will play that at some point. Yeah, I mean, like, Psychonauts. I haven't played Psychonauts, so I don't really know. Yeah, I downloaded uh, it and just never started it. Same. I don't know about the rest of them. Or well, I do know about the rest of them. Ah, man, that's, that's tough. Uh, best Performance. Erica Mori as Alex Chen from Life is Strange Two Colors. Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6. Uh, Jason Kelly as Colt Vaughn in Deathloop. Uh, Maggie Robertson as Elsina Dimitrescu in uh, Resident Evil Village. And then Ozioma Akaga as Juliana Blake in Deathloop. Okay. Uh, best multiplayer, Back for Blood, Knockout City, It Takes Two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. Wait, what? None of the shooters are in there? None of the shooters. I don't think Infinite qualifies, because it's it, not technically no. out, and it missed the, the deadline for the Game Awards. So, I think it's really funny that <laughs> none of those... Like, yeah, that no. least Battlefield and Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Um... Best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XIV, Genshin Impact, and Fortnite. Okay. Best art direction, Deathloop, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and The Artful Escape. Okay. Uh, best score, music, Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop, Near Replicant, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and The Artful Escape. Excuse me. Uh, best audio design: Deathloop, Forza Horizon Five, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. Uh, innovation and accessibility: Far Cry Six, Forza Horizon Five, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and The Veil: Shadow of the Crown. Games for Impact, Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. Best Independent Game, Death's Door, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, Loop Hero, and 12 Minutes. Kena's... That... Didn't it get funded by Sony? I don't know. It says, it says uh, Best Independent Game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't know if there's a clear definition on what what India is necessarily, you know. Well, no, I was in, and I get that. So it is made by Ember Labs. I just think Sony helped. Okay, it, yep. it, but yeah. I guess that's still kind of technically independent. Sure. Because just because a company comes along saying, "Hey, we like this, we'll give you some money for it," doesn't mean it's not. Yeah. Because they're not owned by Sony, so right. yeah, I guess that would still probably be indie. Best mobile game, Fantasian, Genshin Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel, Future Revolution, Pokemon Unite. Best community support, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. 
Uh, best debut indie game. I don't know how that's different. Uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Sable, The Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, Valheim. I think that's to give indies two different awards. Okay. Best, that would be my guess. Yeah, best AR VR game, Hitman 3. I Expect You to Die 2, The Spy and the Liar, Lone Echo 2, Resident Evil 4 VR, and Sniper Elite VR. The only award that Hitman 3 is up for is best VR game. Mm-hmm. Content Creator of the Year, Dream, Fussly, Galls, iBuy, and the Graphic. Well, I, know, I know there's Dream. People. Dream does Minecraft stuff. Uh, okay. Best Action Game, Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. Best Action Adventure, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxies, Metroid Dread, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, Psychonauts 2. Best role-playing game, Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami, Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. Most anticipated, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Ooh, that's a heavy hitter right yes, there. Yes, it is. That's a, big, that's a big list. I cannot wait for Horizon. I'm really looking forward to all of those, uh, especially if, you know, God of War and uh, the New Horizon eventually end up on PC. Um, That's amazing. They will. Yeah. They will. Uh, The GeForce leak, Dan, that everyone's talking about, like 11 games on it so far has been proved true to be coming out. So that leak is true. So you're going to be getting Tsushima, Returnal, Demon Souls. You're getting all of that. Um, That's amazing. Uh, best fighting game: Demon Slayer, The Hinokami Chronicles, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, Virtue Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Best family game: It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, and Wario World. Get it together. Best sim strategy game: Age of Empires Four, Evil Genius Two, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Best sports slash racing game, uh, F1 2021, FIFA 2022, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Forza Horizon 5, and Riders Republic. Best esports game, Call of Duty, CSGO, Dota 2, League of Legends, Valorant. Best esports athlete, Collapse, Simple, Showmaker, Tens, and Simp. Best esports team, Atlanta Phase for Call of Duty. DWG Kia for League of Legends, Natus Vincere for Counter Strike Go, Sentinels for Valorant and Team Spirit for Dota 2. Best esports coach. Whoa. Uh, I'll just go by their gamer names Silent, Aang, Blade, Crowder, and Coma. Best esports event 2021. League of Legends World Championships, the International, PGL Major Stockholm 2021, PUBG Mobile Championship 2022, and Valorant Champions Tour Stage Tour Masters. So that is everything. Okay. I also saw that there's supposed to be hmm, 20 or 40. I don't remember. It might be 20. But I like being wrong, so I'll say 40 game reveals for trailers. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, Apparently one of them is 2.5 years in the making. Really? Yeah, so it could be Bioshock, which um, Moriarty put out some details on that game. 
what that's going to be like. So it could be that. Um, could be Breath of the Wild. Could be a lot of different stuff, which is cool. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping for some Breath of the Wild stuff. Yeah. Did you hear what the Bioshock 4 rumors are? I, I heard a little bit about it, yeah. Yeah, 1960s city in Antarctica. So that's, that's really cool. That is really cool. That is very, very cool. So, But, yeah, I can't wait for the Game Awards. What is it, Thursday? I think so. I, I didn't actually look up the, the date. Yeah, I can do it real quick. I believe uh, it is this Thursday. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and then, for the last thing of the episode, and... Ow! You okay? Cat just jumped on my back and dug her nails into my... What are you doing? God. Go uh, away. Thursday, December 9th, by the way. Okay, what day is that? Thursday. Um. Oh, we, we have feedback, and we've had feedback for nearly a month now, and I didn't realize it because I haven't been checking the email. But I want to apologize to Tate for not reading your feedback, so we're, I'm gonna, hey, hey. playing your feedback, so... Uh, I'm gonna play play that right now. I meant to get this downloaded before we started, and of course I didn't. Um, but it should only take a second. Open VLC. Good to hear from the, the listeners. Um, yeah. First of all, just wanted to say congrats on episode 500. That's super cool. Um. I don't remember exactly what episode you guys were on when I first started listening. I feel like it was in the 200s, uh, maybe the early 300s. I can't remember, but um, yeah, I've uh, I've just enjoyed listening to all 500 of your guys' episodes. It's been awesome, and uh, it's quite an accomplishment to get 500 episodes in. So, congrats to you guys, and keep on going um so little update on my gaming um so i got a switch a while back and i think i told you guys that before but um i have a switch light and a game that i started playing uh, over the summer was monster hunter stories 2 um, I played Monster Hunter World with my brothers for years, and that's in my top 10 games, which I'll talk about in a minute. But um, anyway, so I figured I'd try one of the Monster Hunter games on the Switch. So I grabbed Monster Hunter Stories 2, and the reason I didn't start with Mon- Monster Hunter Stories, the original, um, is because... I just kind of watched a video on what that was about, and it sounds like it didn't really connect all that much. So I just figured I'd go with the second one. It looked fun, and uh, it totally is. Um, If you are a fan of Monster Hunter, if anybody is, um, I highly recommend Monster Hunter Stories 2. It's a JRPG, um, you know, turn-based combat uh, strategy. it's it's like monster hunter but it reminds me a lot of uh the pokemon games um because you have to go fight monsters and stuff and then you need to steal their eggs from their nests and they can be uh special eggs that have you know when you hatch them the monsters have 
um, heightened abilities and stuff. Or you can get regular ones, but um, and then you have to level them up. And as they level up, you customize their powers, their moves, stuff like that. Um, anyways, super fun game. I've been kind of enjoying that one off and on since the summertime, and um, it's a good one. Um, currently, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag again. Um, nice. I forgot how much I love this Assassin's Creed game. I It was one of the... I think it was the very first game that I played on an Xbox One back in 2014 when I got my first Xbox One. Um, and then uh, Black Flag and I think Unity came with it. Um, yeah, so it was the first one I played. And uh, this, this will be my fourth total my fourth playthrough of it since 2014 i haven't played it since probably 20 2016 maybe so it's been a long time so it's kind of fresh for me um but yeah i love assassin's creed black flag the the ship combat and upgrading your ship the jackdaw and it's just fun it's a good playthrough and it's nostalgic for me for from seven years ago um also, um, I know you guys talked about it recently, but my wife and I recently just finished Squid Game, and we watched it uh, where they were speaking in Korean, but the English subtitles. That's the only way to watch that show, honestly, I, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, we really enjoyed that show and our we can't wait for the second season to come out it was it was awesome um really really great twists throughout especially at the end but uh yeah loved squid game great show um what else have i been doing so uh as i've mentioned before my my brother's playing football at byu who's having a pretty good season um you know they're ranked 14 right now i think and uh you know got a couple games left and it's been fun we've been going to a lot of games this year and there's just nothing like a college football atmosphere when you go to the games and byu is um very well byu fans represent at home and away games but the home game atmosphere is awesome you get you know, 55,000 people in a stadium, and it's just great. It's awesome, and having the free tickets for my brother is very nice. Um, yeah, and then yeah. I don't know if I mentioned, I think I talked to Eric about this on Instagram or something, but my brother actually tore his ACL and his meniscus in, Ooh. like, the second week. Oh. So uh, he's been out and has a 10-month recovery so hopefully he's back before this next season starts because he was a uh, second string um, behind the All-American Center that BYU has um, as a redshirt freshman. Oh, so wow. you know, he was working his way up and just excited to watch him play. It's fun. Um, yeah, college and NFL football this year are really fun to watch for some reason i don't know what it is it's like teams that are usually good aren't there's lots of upsets happening um 
I don't know. I've just really thoroughly enjoyed watching football this year so far. It's been great. Um, now I wanted to uh, give you guys my top ten games of all time. Um, Ooh, I like just this. Just to kind of piggyback off of episode 500. Um, so I will start with number ten. And this one was hard for me because I had to pick between three of them and I really can't decide so I'll, I'll say it and then you guys can kind of give me your opinion on what you would pick maybe for your number 10 but um I also have I, I know Corey did this but like I some of these games I have the series or the trilogy or something as one game because when I play these I usually play them all the way through all the games in the series or the trilogy uh -huh. um anyways so my number 10 I am stuck between three games. One of them's a trilogy, um, and that is the Fable trilogy. Ah. So I don't know how big of fans you guys are of Fable, but I, the Fable games are games that I revisit once every couple years maybe and play through them real quick. I don't know why, but I just love losing myself in that whimsical kind of corny world. Um, and I love I the gameplay, and it's fun. Yeah, Fable's great. Um, the other one is uh, KOTOR, so Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Um, one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time, and I've played through that probably five or six times in my lifetime, and I enjoy it every single time. The replayability of it, even now, is just great. Um, and then the other one, which I know will make eric super happy is life is strange <laughs> i thoroughly enjoyed life is strange when i played it um and i played it because you know listening to the episodes when you guys talked about it thought i'd give it a shot that usually wasn't my type of game but i loved it the story was so good the characters yeah, were so good um i just you know felt myself enveloped in it and it was really good um but yeah so those are my three that are battling for my 10 spot um, number nine for me is Stardew Valley. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Also, I started playing because of recommendations and listening to you guys talk about it. And I have thoroughly enjoyed playing Stardew Valley on and off for years since 2017 when I first started listening yep. to you guys, listening to you guys. Um, it's just fun and you can, it's just relaxing. It is a great game to just relax to. There's no pressure, there's no stress, there's no real goals other than what ones you want to make yourself. And I just love it. It's awesome. Um, number 10. Um, I probably would not have put this in my top 10 if I wasn't playing it right now and it rekindled eight, how much I, I love this game. But I have Assassin's Creed Black Flag at number 8. Oh, okay. um, I just love being a pirate and, you know, running my pirate ship and stuff. Um, you know, or, you know, not really learning factual things about some of the pirates, but, you know, <laughs> seeing some of the other pirates of, of old in there, like Blackbeard and stuff like that. It's just a fun game. Um, it did remind me, though, <clears throat> because I think it was one of the last ones that had actual assassin like sneaking around and tailing people which reminds me how much i absolutely hate that mechanic in assassin's that was games. the worst I hate tailing people yeah. 
it drives oh, yeah. me crazy. That's what ended um, Assassin's Creed 3 for me. Anyways, but besides that, everything else about the game I love. Number seven for me is Skyrim. I, like you guys, played the absolute shit out of Skyrim, and pl- I got the special edition when that came out. I used mods. I've probably played through the game five or six times. Um, I will not be buying the anniversary edition. That's just too much, and I Come feel on. like I'm just kind of Skyrimmed out. I don't know. Maybe I'll play it again in the future someday, but it's not going to be for a long time. But I hold a special place in my heart for Skyrim, so that's at number seven. Number six for me, I don't think any of you guys played this very much at all, but um, I put hundreds and hundreds of hours of Monster Hunter World in and uh, did that with my brothers and some of my friends. We played this game so much. Um from the time it came out until probably early this year and then um i had never once deleted it from my game library to make up space because i always knew i'd go back to it but uh this earlier this year i decided to finally retire from monster hunter world and i don't think i will ever play it again but I hold that game in such high regard. It was an amazing game, a masterpiece in my mind, and I have so many fond memories playing that game with my brothers and my friends, um, fighting monsters and leveling up our characters and stuff. It was just a great, great game. Um, Next up, number five for me is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is my favorite Assassin's Creed game. Um... I put tons of time into that game. I played all the DLCs, and it's just that game is a masterpiece that I know I will revisit um, again in the next couple years probably. Um, I don't want to go back to it too soon because it's still pretty fresh. I'd kind of like to get a fresh experience with that again and hopefully not remember a whole lot of the stuff. So um, I played as uh, Alexio, so I'll play as Cassandra next time but uh that is just such a masterpiece of a game to me I love Assassin's Creed Odyssey and it looks beautiful like I I never really have thought that I wanted to travel to Greece but then you play that game and it's just like I want to go there yeah really bad (laughs) totally agree um next up and I've this is the dead horse that I just keep on beating but with the whole new rules in the NCAA and everything, I'm sure that this game will be wiped off my list and replaced with the next one. But that is NCAA Football 14. Um, my favorite sports game of all time. I've put hundreds of hours into NCAA 14 over the years, and I just freaking love that game. Um, haven't played it for a while, but it's in my top 10, and it will be replaced by the next NCAA game if that's. Hopefully it's not anything like Madden, but um, yeah. Number four is NCAA 14. Number three for me is the is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. All three of those games, I always play them all in a row, and the Legendary Edition, they did Mass Effect right, and it looks amazing. Yes. It played amazing. It was so good to go through and play that um, with better graphics and some of the fixes that they made. It was so much fun. Mass Effect is another game that I never probably would have tried without your guys' 
recommendations and talking about it. So thank you for introducing me to all these new games that I hold so dear. Um, yeah, the stories of Mass Effect are just incredible. Um, I love that world. If I, you know, I love losing myself in that space atmosphere and um, feeling the camaraderie with the other characters and stuff. It's just a great, great, great series. Um, number two for me is the, I put the Halo Master Chief Collection because it holds all the Halo games in it. And I'm a massive Halo fan. Um, I have Halo Funko Pops in my classroom. Um, the kids love looking at them. I've got Master Chief, Sergeant Johnson, and the Arbiter. Um, and I, you know, I'm super stoked for Infinite. Um, not as much for the multiplayer, because I think my multiplayer days are kind of gone. Um, <laughs> but the campaign I'm really excited for. And just to see, honestly, I'm hoping that the story of the Master Chief and Cortana finally ends. Um, okay. And I hope that they get the ending they deserve because uh, those characters have been a huge part of my life, my childhood, up to now even. And um, I just hope that Halo Infinite does them right and gives them the finish that they rightfully deserve. But yeah, Halo, number two for me. Um, and then number one, you guys could probably guess it. The Witcher. Because I play it once about every single year, and I just finished my, like, uh, sixth, fifth or sixth no, playthrough of it. And that's The Witcher 3. Oh, it is The Witcher. Um, oh, geez. The Witcher 3. Six times? The Witcher world is my favorite world to get lost in, which is why I play it about once a year. I just love the stories. I've read all the books. Um, I watch the TV show, even though I have issues with some of that. But, you know, I'm entitled to my opinion, and everybody else is too. But um, I do enjoy the show. Um, but just the story of The Witcher is incredible, and The Witcher 3 is my absolute favorite game of all time at number one. And that's my top ten. And uh, hope you guys are all doing well. Um, once again, thank you for 500 awesome episodes of talking about gaming with your bros and your buddies and um, giving me entertainment that I, you know, I need that I can't usually get talking to my wife or other people except for maybe my brothers. So, um, yeah, thank you guys. Keep it going. You guys are awesome. And I hope you guys all have a good one. Taterade out. All right. Thank you, Tate. And once again, I yeah, apologize uh, for, for not playing that before. Uh, it would have been last episode, which I think we, we did was two weeks ago, maybe. Um, yeah. Obviously, Infinite's come out since then. I'd be interested to see if you ended up playing any uh, any Infinite uh, multiplayer, Tate. I do think it is... Uh, I, I think it's a little bit forgiving, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I think they do. I think they do the matchmaking pretty well because um, I have not played a Halo competitive game really like a lot since since Halo Three. Uh, I played a little bit of Reach online and not at all no no four or five online. So um, 
I if you are looking to jump back into maybe playing a little bit of Halo Infinite again, I, I or Halo again, uh, I think Infinite is a good a good jumping in, in point. So um, I agree with that. Feel feel free to do that. And like I said again, I apologize for not playing that before. Uh, I will be better about checking our email more regularly now. So um, and yeah, to answer his question about number ten, yeah, yeah but like strange. Yeah, I would think so. Um, uh, if Fable was a more active series, I would say maybe have that in there. Uh, I know they're coming out with a new Fable game, but like we literally know nothing about it other than the developer. Um, and then Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I'm I'll be interested to see what they do with the the um, what's its face remake. remaster. Yeah, remake. Me too. If uh, people aren't hopeful at all, what's that? Oh, no, people oh, really? aren't very hopeful now. Oh yeah, it's tough. It, it's uh, tough gamer. when you it's tough when you take a gem like that and and re, and you know redo it. Yeah, and gamers are notoriously whiny. That too, that too. So, uh, anything else, Will? No, I got nothing, episode? Dan. Okay, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we record again next week. Uh, if not, it'll be two two weeks again. We got our thummies episode coming up. Uh, but I would like to cover uh, Age of Empires. Hopefully, maybe next week we'll we'll see. Um, but let's, we'll... let's do it next week. Yeah, I, I'd like I'd like to. Um, for the most part, I don't have anything going on on the weekend morning, so it's it's not a problem for me to record usually. Uh, Corey, I, I think Corey was like out of town this weekend, so he's not not able to record this weekend. Will, I'm I'm glad you texted me last night because I meant to text you. Mm-hmm. And see if you wanted to re- record, um, but I'm glad you brought it up because uh, obviously here we are. T- I was going to text you earlier, but I was getting screwed at work. It was a rough one, so <laughs> that's I fine. Was, like, I was so, awake, yeah, so it worked out. I was like, "Oh no, it's like 11:30." I hope someone's yeah. awake. Yep. So yeah, that'll do it for episode 502 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan, and I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.